Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Manny Ramaswamy and we're going to talk about Jenkins and Service Fabric. Indeed, you're going to talk about the Jenkins plugin, or rather the Service Fabric plugin for Jenkins. Mm -hmm. And uh, the really cool thing about here is, like, you know, um, you know, I, I'll actually, you know, give, up, give, up, give the story out a bit, is that we are actually going to be running Jenkins as a container inside a Service Fabric cluster. Okay, so Jenkins is a CI/CD pipeline. It's a server, and and you're you're using it as a service inside Service Fabric itself. Yes. And then from within there, deploying other Service Fabric exactly. applications. Exactly. Uh -huh. Is it the same Service Fabric cluster? It's so the same Service Fabric cluster. It starts itself up, and then bootstraps, and then continues from there. Yeah. So we have a Service Fabric cluster. We actually get Jenkins deployed as a Service Fabric application into the cluster, mm. and then using that, we deploy all of the Service Fabric applications. In fact, we actually run the same setup in our internal. Uh, we call it uh, long-running cluster. Really. And uh, so we have about a dozen samples that are out in GitHub. So it just periodically, every four hours, we just configured it to just uh, pull from Git, build it. So it sounds like the Service Fabric team was already using Jenkins internally as a way of testing Service Fabric on Linux. Yes. Right. Interesting. Okay, and uh, this this uh, service fabric for Jenkins, you're getting the benefits of service fabric, like uh, keeping it alive if Jenkins crashes. Like, what other benefits do you get? Exactly. So that's the main advantage. Like, we decided, like, you know, we've we've always seen like you know, build servers keep going down, and you know, when they go down, nobody's actually being able to be doing any productive work because hey, I'm not able to get my build done. So we decided, well, we have it in a container. Mm -hmm. So of course, you can set it up in a uh, in a server somewhere else, you know, outside of Service Fabric, and then you would be in the regular, in a classic build server approach. But we thought, well, we have it in a container, deploy it as a Service Fabric application, and lo and behold, if it crashes, Service Fabric will bring it back up, so you don't have any loss of availability, even mm -hmm. for the build server. Okay, so, so you can use this to deploy any applications uh, that you have or that you want to run in Service Fabric. There are a series of plugins that you've created that plug into Jenkins. Yeah, so there is a, so the primary plugin that we have is just the Service Fabric Jenkins plugin, but it supports all the Service Fabric application types. Oh, so okay, so the one plugin supports them all. Supports C Sharp, Java, guest executables, containers, everything. Okay, that's very cool. Last time when you were here, people should go and check this one out. You actually showed a million containers running on a 3500 node cluster. That's I'm right. assuming that you don't need that many nodes to run yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to, this time, you know, I'm in the interest of economics. I'm only going to take a five node cluster and I'm going to just show Jenkins as single instance. All right, let's see it. So, yeah, this is just, you know, showing the, uh, this, this page just shows where you can actually go and find what to do for Jenkins. So here I have actually my um, cluster. So as you can see, my cluster has two applications running on it. Mm -hmm. One of them, which is the Echo Server application, which is an application that you can get uh, on GitHub today. And the other one is actually a Jenkins Service Fabric application type. So that's actually now running Jenkins inside a Service Fabric cluster. Hmm. And it's all real. It's a Did you have to actually. modify Jenkins to run in there? No, not really. We just had to make sure that, hey, we packaged it up as a Service Fabric application. And uh, once we launched it, we need to make sure that we installed our application there, our plugin there. I mean. Okay, so, cool. And so I have my plugin that is already installed there because it takes a few, few minutes to install the plugin, so I didn't want to take that time. Sure. And this is essentially I'm hitting the cluster with the correct port for the Jenkins dashboard. Right. And it's showing me what it's actually doing right now. So right now there's only one application that is running there, which is Echo Server. So it's showing this is what it's set up as. Okay. And you know, of course, I just like any other Jenkins, I can click on this and go and configure just to see what options you get. Right. I have a GitHub project set up. In fact, it's also set up for source code management. So if someone were to push a change or something, it'll just automatically trigger a build. Mm -hmm. And 
how else am I going to trigger a build? Well, this time this actually says, you know, every fourth hour it's going to trigger a build. Okay. So plus that. And it's using Gradle because this is a Java application. All right. And whole bunch of IP, you know, like which is my cluster endpoint. So, you know, you so that you know you're not limited to actually always running it on the same cluster. So right. let's say I have a, a staging cluster and a production cluster, and I want to actually manually push from the staging or my application to the production cluster. Right. I can still have Jenkins running on my staging cluster, and then manually or uh, programmatically, you can always go and say, hey, mm -hmm. push it to the production cluster. Maybe back up just one moment, just scroll up a little bit, and show us where you start. So the Gradle script, like build triggers, this is all standard Jenkins. Yep. As you scroll down, you've got invoke Gradle, that's yep. standard Jenkins. Yep. Deploy service fabric project, that's where your plugin differs. appears. Exactly. That's where it differs, yes. Okay. Because now we have to specify the application name. Uh, in this case, it's actually uh, going to a secure cluster, so you have to provide the certificate, mm -hmm. the key, so that it can connect to it. Uh, in this example, it's you know you don't really need any of that because Jenkins is running on the same cluster. But oh, that's a good point. Like certainly you're running, so you've started up a cluster, you've put Jenkins in it, and now you're using Jenkins to divvy out all the other applications. But it could just as easily be deploying to other ones, like exactly. you said, dev, test, staging. Yes. And you could use the same Jenkins to do all of those yes, things, like exactly. you do with your internal long-running Jenkins. Exactly, because you don't want to be Jenkins to be running in your production cluster. Of course. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so uh, what I can go ahead and do is, this is a Java application, but let's actually go ahead and just show this. Uh, let me go back to the Java dashboard. And I'll just uh, copy this and deploy a container application just, okay. to, just for, uh, so let's actually create a new item. Let me call it sample build. And I'm going to say it's a freestyle project. And here, I'm just going to do an autocomplete. So it's going to copy everything that is from Echo Server uh, into a sample build. Okay. So the main thing I'm going to change here is, of course, my repo. Containers and containers here. Everything else remains the same. And here, you know, I'm the build trigger. You know, I'm just going to say, let's not build this. And of course, I don't have a build step because it's a container. So I'm just going to delete my build step. So how did the container get built then? It's already built. It's just going to be pulled from Docker Hub. I see. And that container could theoretically have been built with another project, yeah, exactly. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could have. Yeah. You could configure that too. Sure. But in this case, I'm just. Well, that's a good reminder that there's there's CI and there's CD. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to call it voting, and I know the application name. So here, I'm going to copy the right path here. Just providing the details here, and okay. I think we are good. So save, and back to dashboard. Now, I'm just going to trigger a build. So I schedule a build. In a few seconds, you'll see yep, it popping it up here. There let's click on it to see what's we going on We can watch here. it in real time. Yep, and let's click on the console output. OK, so it's going and fetching it. I see that it's in GitHub, and it's yep. in the, uh, and actually your intern Peter's uh, GitHub. Yep. There's F, F control that just started yep. up. And all the errors that you're seeing is because I used a self-signed certificate. That so makes sense, right? Those yeah. are warning you about that self-signed yep. cert, which is a reasonable thing. And in a few seconds, it'll actually see voting type shows here. It's all there. Already. That was surprisingly fast. Because it's just a container, so there's no That's nice. There's no build time. So 
That's pretty much uh, showing it like, you know, you can use this for containers, you can use this for Java, C Sharp, anything service so fabric related. Do you think that this is the recommended way? I've seen a number of different ways people can do service fabric deployments. Yeah, so if you're like, this is the recommended way because uh, for Linux in particular, this is what we are using internally. As mm. I said, like for our long running cluster, this is what we are running right now. So for Linux, uh, absolutely, you know, this is what we've tested and this is what um, you know, we are testing out every single day. Mm -hmm. And this plugin is easy to easy to add on. It's inside of the Jenkins kind of marketplace. Yeah. So we, we haven't yet. Uh, uh, you know, we're planning to open source it. So it's, I think it's just a matter of time. So sure, it sure, should happen course, in a few weeks. Uh, but at that point, you can even edit it. Yeah. But it's easy to add on. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to add on. It's available now, uh, and you can use it with any kind of application. Yes. It doesn't matter whether it be containers or Java or C Sharp. Yes. Uh, with, with Linux or Windows? Yes. So the Linux or Windows, so it's running on Linux. It's running on a Linux cluster, but uh, you can pretty much deploy whatever application to, you know, like instead of the, um, instead of the cluster that I pointed to, I could point it to a, a Windows cluster. As long as my application runs there, I can do that. Fantastic. And can you bring up the uh, tab that showed the instructions again so we can know what to oh, look for? Absolutely. So using Jenkins to build and deploy your Linux applications. It's up on docs.microsoft.com over in the service traffic docs. Yes. Very cool. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Always nice to see Jenkins popping up in unexpected places. You can use it now uh, on Service Fabric. And I learned about it here on Azure Friday.